0: Thursday, January the 18th, and we've got a lot of noise here at the dorm. Oh well, we'll have to deal with it. Do what you like, are good and profitable at, and control. I miss that sexy smile. The Paul Truesdell podcast is produced in Ocala, Florida, one of the nation's fastest growing retirement meccas, and America's premier horse capital, at the Truesdell Professional Building, also known as the Truesdell Alamo. port in the Baltic Sea that is ice-free on a year-round basis. So it now is very important because the Ukrainians have destroyed, for all practical purposes, the Russian ability to do anything uh, in the Black Sea. They've sunk ships, they've embarrassed them terribly. It's a really important role for Russia, and so the maintenance of their baltic fleet is there now on our website we're going to put a map of where Kaliningrad is and how it is separate again i'm going to tell you it's separate from mainland russia it's a enclave it's surrounded by poland now why is this important well it's really important because you have to understand, and again, take a look at our website. You'll see that you have Norway, Sweden, and Finland. You have Denmark. But there are a couple of countries that are real important They used to be part of the Soviet bloc. And the Russians want this thing back. So you have Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Now, all of these countries are muscling up. They know that the Russians are coming It's like the old movie, the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. Now Belarus, for right now, for all practical purposes, is a satellite state of the Russian government. And you can see where Ukraine is, okay? What the Russians did recently is they blacked out the GPS and cell towers in a strategic location in Poland. We know it's them. And I'm going to, we have a map here on the website where you can see where all of a sudden all of these communications devices, the GPS, died. And the reason for that is it is the runway between Kalinograd and Belarus going through Poland. And the Russians have made it real clear, Poland's next on the hit list. Now, there are a lot of reasons for that. But you've got to pay very careful attention to what's going on. And in addition... Everybody thinks these Russians are, you know, tall, white, Nordic, uh, big, powerful. Goes back to the days of the movies Rocky, where he fought the uh, Russian, okay? Not so. We'll talk about that next. Hit it! Ha, that's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning... Next, I want you to take a look at our website. Go to paultrusdale.com. That's paultrusdale.com. And you can see a picture of a recently captured Russian. Now, you may think that the Russian is the light-skinned fella, but he's not. He's the dark-skinned fella. And what you have to understand is that the number of Russians fighting on the front line of the Ukrainian and Russian war have gotten down to the bottom of the barrel. It's not because this guy is black. It's because there's no ability to communicate. They're pulling people from all over the green earth, from Africa, from the far reaches of Siberia. And the inability to communicate, to have a common language is a problem. People think, well, all Russians speak Russian. No, all Russians are white. No, that is a real messed up country when it comes to diversity. It's also interesting that a lot of the hardcore, they love themselves, Reagan, uh, Republicans are now, well, loving Putin for some reason and quasi-communists. I mean, I got to tell you, it's just some things just don't make sense, I can't figure it out. I'm not going to try to figure it out. I'm just following the wind and the patterns. So we also know that the Russians do not have non-commissioned officers. They don't have the sergeants that run squads. They just don't have that. Everything is an officer or or a grunt. And there's no discretion. These people have to follow their orders or they die. And while some Russians are fragging, killing, fragging their officers, generally speaking, if a person in the Russian military on the front line surrenders or flees, they're getting shot. So there are some real serious issues. Not that everybody know, but there's a lot. The problem we have right now is that Russia is on the ropes. And we have a lot of interesting people in the United States political parties and leaders that just make me drop my jaw, who are support, supporting the Russians, giving wonderful lip service to Putin, and using inaccurate memes about Ukraine and Ukrainians as if Ukraine invaded Russia. No. And Ukraine is not a Russian territory. And Ukrainians are dramatically different from the composition of the Russians today. You should also know that Ukraine has the ability to manufacture things. And they just got done sending a drone into St. Petersburg. That's a long ways away. And it was pretty darn accurate. And they're in the process of making drones that are going to be jet-powered. Now look, where do you think most of the technology for the Russian space industry came from? Where do you think many of the intellectuals, and we're not talking about academic piled higher and deeper, I'm talking about the engineers that actually make things, where they come from. So when you had the old USSR, boy, they needed those Ukrainians. But Ukraine has always wanted to be independent, and they were. So you go back and truly know your history there these folks are going to fight. They're going to fight like the original Americans who said, this is our country. We're going to fight. We don't have a lot of that today. I don't know if our nation could ever pull off what we did years ago because the things change. Demographics change. There's a lack of willpower. People are sitting on their rump all day long. They're not exercising. You know, now instead of... uh, Red meat, apple pie, and all that. It's you know, we eat tofu and 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 play ticky tock tock. And I'm not saying everybody, but it, I'm a little disgusted with it. As I get older, I see the direction of the country. It's a trend that has been going on for many, many decades. And there's a good justification for my parents and grandparents to have said the same thing. What you have when you say that is people will say, "Well, you you want to go back to those old days?" No, I'm I do believe in basic fundamental, traditional values of our nation. And I believe that when you have traditional values, when it comes to risk management, when it comes to investing, and yeah, there's nothing wrong with making a profit as long as it's not obnoxious, not lying about things, telling people exactly the way it works. I think that's a good thing. But in today's world of, you know, ADD, uh, you, you got to entertain everybody 24-7, and it's memes, memes, memes. Just, nobody is thinking deep, and again, not nobody, but too many people are just not thinking deep, making flippant decisions. Oh, he entertained me, so I'm going to buy. That's wrong. Eh, you can't help that. The Russians are not what you think they are, and it's getting really ugly, and they need Clinograd, and look, the French are sending more powerful weapons to Ukraine. Germany is r- muscling up again. Everybody, hey, they're getting the old gang back together. And this time, instead of the axis being Germany and Italy and, and Japan, what we now have, we have a new axis. It's Russia. It's China. It's North Korea. It's Pakistan. And, you know, we'll talk about Pakistan and India next because that's also interesting. And all of this ties into... Well, the punchline, which will be coming up in just a little bit. What do you say we take a quick 45-second break? I'm going to get a cup of coffee, warm it up. I'll be right back right after this. Paul Truesdale will be back in 45 seconds. In the meantime, for access to Connecting Dots, the podcast for registered listeners. Click on the link in the show notes or visit paultruestell.com. 20 seconds. Hot coffee, next segment, in 10. Ready, set, go. To me, a couple million dollars is a sizable amount of money. To some people, three to four million dollars is not a big deal. But a few moments ago, I was looking at an old picture of a piece of property I have where state and local government authorities were getting ready to tear down the building on a piece of property that I own and still own, and the building is still there. We happened to be driving down the street looking at our property and noticed that the widening of a road had commenced, and I drove my Mercedes down the road, shouldn't have done it, kind of got it out of a line back in the day. It's a good thing I did because they were getting ready to bulldoze down the the property, and I told the fellow, I wouldn't do that. And he told me to get out of the way. I said, I own that property. That home there is occupied. That building over there is occupied. That happens to be a business location. And I own it. And the guy didn't like it. I said, you you go there and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to defend that property, including the use of deadly force because I'm not moving. Well, he got off his machine They got the supervisor. Everybody came out, and somebody said, "Uh uh-oh, we made a mistake. We almost tore down your home. We're sorry about that. (laughs) Well, the story gets a little bit more complicated, and let's just say that when bad people do bad things and dumb people do dumb things, you, um, well, at least I'm the kind of guy that makes them pay. But that's not important. The important point is so many people... Trust a government no matter what. Blind trust. Blind trust should not exist. You can trust but verify. Ronald Reagan said that. But you see, he was wrong. You have to always verify and then recheck and double check. Remember the old adage, one is none, two is one, and three is one. Three is two, rather. Which means... If you only have one thing, if it's gone, you're out of luck. So one is none. Always have a backup because two is one. And if you're smart, not only do you have your primary service revolver, you have a backup gun and you have some other type of device to have a force multiplier to take down whoever you're dealing with. Now, some people, people will say that's overkill, but the philosophy is verify, verify and double check before you trust anybody. And yesterday I had an opportunity to go to a seminar where they were talking about funeral arrangements. And I came away with a tremendous amount of information about a bunch of four flushing line sacks of dog dew. And it caused me to say, I'm glad I went to this thing. And granted, I went. Not to buy, but to find out what was going on. So I did some intelligence work. and I want to thank the people that helped me do that. But I didn't realize how bad a lot of retirees are being taken advantage of. And brother and sister, or we are we ever going to start doing some workshops and seminars about funeral planning and what you should and shouldn't do? So with that, it was an interesting day. Let's dance out of here with our uh, ending and I'll be back with another episode pretty quickly. Later. You have been listening to the Paul Truesdell Podcast. For additional items, serious to humorous, wisdom to occasional outrage of various degrees, visit paultruesdell.com. That's com. Trues down. Roger that, dust off in five. On the floor now.